This is Michael Warner, and you are listening to Escambia Empires. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 31 of Escambia Empires. This guest on this episode is actually very near and dear to my heart. Um, it's my wife, Jojo. Yeah. So Jojo Warner is her f- official title. <laughs> um, and with that being said, she brings some value to our episode or our, our podcast as a whole um, with almost three and a half years of, of financial industry experience. So um, you get to hear kind of her, her walk from the billing department at the industrial um, company that she was working for in Toledo, Ohio. And then when we got married, she started working at a credit union as a teller and went up to a financial service rep from there. And now she's working for Navy Fed. This episode is more of an introductory episode to her being on our team. So she worked yep, as a mortgage processor. Yeah. Um, she worked as a mortgage processor for Navy Fed for six months. And at that point we decided, well, it's time for her to join our team because she's going to be a valuable asset for us. And we're excited about this growth. So through this episode, you just kind of get her history and what it is that drives her, why she likes the financial industry and more. So uh, without further ado, here's my wife, Jojo. Jojo, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> We're excited to get you on here. I know we've been pushing you to do this for a while, so we had to trick you into doing it today. Yeah, I like found out maybe 20 minutes ago that <laughs> I was going to be on. Yeah, no. So actually, there's some exciting things going on in the business that Danny and I have talked about in previous episodes. Um one of the biggest is that we're bringing you on at least on a part-time basis for right now to help with different things in the business. We're getting busier and busier and um, your background in in real estate recently and then also just in finance and banking and things um, just kind of make you a competent asset and you're, you're able to help out a lot. So wanted to do just an introductory episode. Also, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, we have a new setup. So go check us out on YouTube and... and um, on Instagram, I'm sure we'll do a post about the uh, the new setup here. So it's mm-hmm. much more comfortable. We got we got a couch and a chair. We're all just sitting here. Um, yeah. Much more laid back. So Permanent and, now, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is a permanent studio setup, so we don't have to bring everything in and set it up and then tear it down after every episode. So it'll save us a lot of time as well. That's Mainly right. Danny. We're excited. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. really yeah. excited. So um, for those who don't know you, we've talked about you on the episode before. Danny has. We've um, given a little bit of your background, but let's hear from you. Give a brief overview of your story and kind of um, uh, background in working at Scott and different things like that. Um, give yeah. us give us your background, Jojo. Yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously, like everybody else, I kind of started off um, just minimum wage jobs. Um, I had the opportunity to work with my brother at uh, CareStart Industries, which is kind of, um, it's like toilet paper rolls, like cardboard rolls, but Mm. for like in much bigger quantities for construction and different things like that. Yeah, industrial. So um, I worked as just um, one of the office ladies, um, customer service representative, um, helped out with paperwork and different things like that. And that really helped open the door to Um, different possibilities. So um, that was a great opportunity. After that, um, you know, we, we had gotten married and I moved to um, Alton, Illinois, and I really um, liked the idea of going into banking. So I started off as a teller and I really liked the position. Um, It seemed easy. I was, you know, just keeping an eye out um, for what the other ladies in the office were doing some of the financial service representatives. They did loans. That was super exciting to me. So um, I I think three months into the job, I applied for that position. They didn't even interview me. They just gave me the job. (laughs) So (laughs) it was super exciting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 
and um, I really liked it. It was uh, it was a good experience, and it, it um, opened the door to Navy Federal and um, working as a mortgage loan processor. So yeah, so let's unpack that just a little bit. So you told them you wanted a, a different position, and they didn't even interview. They you told just, Navy Fed this. Yeah. No, okay. I told Scott. No, this was at Scott. Oh, yeah, okay, Scott Credit okay. Union. Yeah, I just asked. Um, I applied for the position and. Um, I sent a quick email over to my, um, it was a, they call them a market manager. So they are my manager's manager. Mm -hmm. And I just told them how I thought I could be an asset to our team by, you know, taking that part-time financial service representative that I was the tell, I was a teller and, you know, I just felt like I would be a good fit. So they, he gave me a call. He asked me if I was available. He said, Hey, we're going to give you the job. I was like, okay. That's I fantastic. love that. And that's what I wanted to talk about is just the bottom line is if you are a, a good employee, and I, I want to say this carefully because um, it could sound really um, not judgmental or aggressive, but it, it could sound like I'm really passing a harsh judgment. But if you're a good employee, you will be able to move up within your industry or within your current uh, company yeah. as well as creating value for um, positions that become open so like like you did because um, it's not necessarily even about just showing up on time and staying late or whatever you know it, it, it's also about seeing where the need is and fulfilling it and building on yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah. Because if you hadn't stepped up, they probably wouldn't have even considered it. It would have yeah. just been like, oh, she fills the teller role really well. She does a great job as a teller. But instead, you were like, actually, I see a need there, and I can fill that for yeah. you. And they're and like, you know what? All right. And you remember, like, when I first started as a teller, I was so nervous because, you know, it's totally different. I'm out of my comfort zone. You know, a lot of people just think it's, you know, it's just a teller position. But I was definitely nervous because you're dealing with large quantities of money and, yeah. and different things. But um, my first week on the job, I got super comfortable, even caught, you know, a couple fake bills, too. I was Ooh. I was super happy about it. You're like the <laughs> bank's drug, <laughs> drug sniffing dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was really good at it from her previous, you know, jobs working in the and at Panera and Subway yeah, there was a lot of like fake that. currency at really? in Toledo. Yeah, yeah. we had really? um, my manager at Panera directly worked with somebody from the FBI because there was like fake twenties so coming. Yeah, just coming through all the time. Interesting. And I remember one time in the kitchen, they were like, "Oh, that person right there in the hat, that she's she's the one giving fake bills oh, out." They were like, "Go go!" They were like yikes. trying to get her on camera. Oh man! And it was just that's, it was crazy. you know something else up. that's cool that actually kind of it clicked with me too is you you didn't want to continue to just work at Subway or be good at those jobs either. That's one reason that you got the job with your brother was because you were like, "Hey, I'm I'm looking to kind of advance my career." Yeah. Um, and so you started working in the billing department, which is how you got the job at Scott Credit Union that you, yeah. that's how you set yourself apart as well as those counterfeit. Um, yeah. I mentioned that in my interview with yeah, really? that you with were able to spot counterfeits really, really. Yeah. That we well. dealt with it a lot at Panera and just that, um, you know, I felt like that was a reason that I would be good in, in the teller position. So, and then, you know, obviously when I moved on to the financial service representative, I did the exact same thing, just being like, Hey, this is how I I'd benefit this I role. I have experience mm -hmm. yeah. that would be helpful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the same thing with Navy Fed too. I just, I find that interesting Yeah, that that's how you got that role was being like, Hey, actually I have credit union experience. And I think even though I don't have mortgages, um, mortgage experience, I could still, you know, 
yeah. provide you value. Yeah. And well, that's what I was going to say. It kind of reminds me of talking to, um, with Andrew Ray. We had him on the podcast a long time ago and he um, would do that same kind of thing, just basically looking for ways that he can um, boost himself and get in front of people and, and, and provide that value. Like, Hey, I really basically just finding jobs that are off market, you know, yeah. jobs that nobody would think of or, or that it's not on indeed.com. You know, you're not out there putting out your resume. And of course there, that has a place. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the ability to, to just put yourself out there and say, Hey, I have experience with this, or, you know, I have these other experiences that would help in this kind of job. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I want this position. It just was, really selling yourself. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. I've, I feel like it was the same kind of thing. When I worked at men's warehouse, I had a similar experience. I had been, um, customer customer service associate, I think CSAs, that's what it stands for. Um, basically just working with rentals for mm-hmm. about three or four months and a sales position came open and I heard about it because one of my best friends was the one who was leaving and he was vacating a sales position. And so I went straight to the manager and I was like, I want sales. I want to be in sales. And she was like, well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like, I don't know, it's, it's that kind of I don't want to say go get it. Yeah. It's not, it's shameless self-promotion really. And it it is what it is. You just have to put yourself out there. You can't be scared to just say, Hey, I want to do this. You know, it it, it was kind of the same thing for you, Danny, when Danny just called me and obviously all of us know this story, but you just called me and you were like, Hey, we want to get into real estate. Would you mind if we worked with you? If I worked with you and I was like, I wanted, I wanted this, but I just didn't want to ask, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, otherwise maybe we wouldn't be sitting here, you know? So yeah. there's a lot of opportunities where I feel like if you just kind of brace yourself for a no, but put yourself out there, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. that's where, that's where big things happen. Very well said. Yeah. 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 I think you articulated that really well because mm-hmm. a lot of people are nervous to, to actually value themselves and instead they just try and become an expert of whatever position they're at. And, yeah. it, and that ends up just sticking them in this rut of, yeah. okay, where do I go from here? I'm doing this really well and nobody notices. Yeah. It's because you have to make someone notice you. Exactly. You to put yourself out there. Yeah. And also you don't want to look conceited as well and exactly, say, well, I can yeah. do this. Put, put me in, you know, like, let me do this job. But no one, I always say no one is going to look out for you, but you. Yeah. It's and funny, it's not a, 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 like an analogy for that. And I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're Sorry good. About that. I was just going to um, say that I, I don't. I don't mean to say like nobody's going to watch out for you, but nobody, nobody cares more about your career and your advancement than you do, yeah. or at least you should. So yeah. you have to do it for yourself. Exactly. Go ahead. Um, an analogy that immediately came to mind was whenever I was playing soccer in college, there was a kid that, um, that always went to coach and he's like, Hey, I, I'm ready to go in. I'm ready to go in. He wasn't a starter, but he was on the bench and coach like gave him more and more playing time as the season went on and he got what he wanted. He, I'm, Nobody would have put him on the starting lineup, but he earned that spot eventually yeah. because he just pushed so hard because he's like, Hey, I've been practicing so much coach. I've been, I've been preparing myself for this time, you know, this yep. play time, yeah. please put me in. And coach is like, you know what? All right. Well, go. and that's the thing too, is he got, you just said he got what he wanted. Yeah. Oftentimes the person who wants it the, the worst or the most gets it. Yeah. You know, and it's that that's way with playing time and it's that way with positions and jobs. Yeah, exactly. Like when I applied for the teller position, I didn't think that I was going to get it. When I applied for the FSR position, I was like, what's the worst that they could say? Yeah. No, it, that's same the thing. with Navy federal. Yep. I've <laughs> said that many times is the bottom line is if someone says no, you're left not worse off than you. You're left in the exact same position you are now. So yeah. if yeah. I apply for a job and they say no, 
I'm literally still in the exact same position. Yeah. You're not worse off at all. And you never have to wonder, like, what exactly. if I had done You put this? yourself out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly and right. And maybe your pride's hurt a little bit. And I think that's where yeah. a lot of people get hung up is they, they don't want to yeah. embarrass themselves. It doesn't feel good to be exactly. told no. Yeah. yeah. But, but the more you learn that, that it's effective to put your pride away and just make moves, whether that be, you know, again, you know, whether that be against your pride or not, it, you got to put yourself out there. You got to make yourself uncomfortable at some point to make progress. Yep. And yeah. it's funny because you're actually one of the people that taught me that initially was, you know, just, just do it. Just make sure that you're doing everything you can, whether it's uncomfortable or not to progress, whether that's in soccer or, you know, like when we were practicing, you were always the one to be like, Hey, just push yourself a little bit harder and yeah. you can hit that, you know, seven and a half minute mile yeah. or whatever it was at the time yeah <laughs> that actually you know speaking of mikey it really helped when you know us working out and we've been doing um 25 minutes on the stair stepper and which really trying is to brutal yeah. it is, 25 it minutes is. is brutal and we're you know we're trying to do um higher levels we're trying to push ourselves and and mikey had mentioned to danny that every time he feels like he should go down a level he actually goes up a level yeah i was like i'm gonna try that and it, it you know it it's great. It makes you feel good <laughs> because when you go up a level and you do it for five, 10 minutes and then you go down that level, you were, you know, considering going exactly. down from originally. You're resting at the mm-hmm. level that you were at before. Yeah. So yeah. you're not dropping down, you're going up. And then when you get tired, dropping down a level feels good, but yeah. you still haven't dropped lower than when you first started off. Yeah. Exactly. You're making yeah. me look cool right now. <laughs> <laughs> making it look like I work a lot harder than I do in the gym. <laughs> Uh, every time, every time I leave Planet Fitness, I'm just like soaked, and I feel like people just look at me like, "Oh, there's that guy again <laughs> coming in." So hey, okay. um, yeah, plug to uh, um, Pensacola Athletic Center for that because we're moving from Planet Fitness to yes. there finally. Yeah, we're very excited, excited about, about switching yeah. to Pack. Yeah, so we finally, anybody locally go to Pack. That's the thing, and we'll 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 probably do an update episode in a few when we've accomplished all of our goals. Yeah. We'll talk about Pack, but no, it was it was cool. Um, just a little blip. Uh, we went and, and Max Gutierrez, who was on the podcast, um, really early on, actually, he, he showed us through, um, the gym and everything. And it's just so, it's such a, a cool atmosphere. And it's one of those atmospheres that, that make you want to work kind of like in tandem of what we were just talking about being pushed and things like that. Um, there's atmospheres that make you feel like you can go more or you should go more and there's but you're comfortable to not exactly mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and it's the same thing as far as like hanging out with groups that make you feel like you should level up um mm-hmm. it's the same thing as far as the gym yeah, yeah. It's, i'm it's excited no different at all i'm, I'm excited, excited to well. go into that atmosphere because sometimes at planet fitness i feel like you know you you just kind of scan the room and you see people you're you like know. i'm doing all right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean like you just see people that are exactly comfortable and um I like being in a gym atmosphere where it's like, if you're not doing something, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. Judgment is good. Sometimes that, mm-hmm. that social aspect is good to be encouraged to work harder. Yep. Yeah. We've talked about that on the podcast before. Shame is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Sometimes you should be shamed into just being better into, yeah. into doing more, you know? So, yeah. all right. So we talked about, um, transferring from Karastar into Scott and then, um, so when you guys moved down here, tell us a little bit about your experience um, trying to find a job at Navy Fed. How did that go? So um, r- probably like two weeks before we moved down here, I started applying to different positions. And, um, you know, uh, Evan had interned at Navy Federal, so he had mentioned the job t- to Danny. 
and I'm looking through all of their jobs and, and it, it was intimidating because I was like, I feel like I'm not even qualified for, you know, I've never had experience in mortgages and the job description didn't really clarify that there was no need for um, previous experience, mm-hmm. but I just went ahead and I applied anyways because I was interested in the position. And what's the worst they can say? Yep, yeah, exactly. exactly. So yep. probably like um, three or four days before we were about to move, I had already ended my, um, you know, I had my last day at Scott Credit Union. They had um, a recruiter had called me and they were like, hey, do you want an interview? I'm like, yeah, sure. And so a day before we packed up, before you came to help us pack up yeah. and move, I had um, an interview that morning and I felt like um, I felt like it went really well, but I was also like, oh, uh, and then, you know, uh, yeah, not quite sure. Yeah. And then once we got down here, um, a couple of weeks, they were like, Hey, you got the position. This is what's going on. Oh yeah. We'll keep in touch. And you know, yeah. from then on and mm. yeah, pretty so, seamless. Yeah. Thank God definitely provided for that one. Yeah, yeah. man. That w- that's exciting. And I, I feel like you saw a position that you're like, well, I'm not quite sure if I'm, uh, you know, qualified for this. Maybe I shouldn't or whatever. Um, but you just put yourself out there, yeah. you know, and that's, that's the bottom line. I think, I guess that would probably be the, the more central theme of the episode is just about putting yourself out there. Yeah. There's no harm in that at all. And then you mentioned earlier, your pride may be hurt. Nobody likes to be told no. Nobody likes to be turned down for something. But the bottom line is, what is your pride worth? It's not going to actually hurt you. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel good, but being uncomfortable, we all know that that's where the growth happens, yeah. you know? And so. I'm, I'm super excited to start working with you. That's why when I first mentioned, um, kind of like helping you guys out with different things, I was like, I could just intern, mm-hmm. um, just kind of like slowly get into, um, learning your processes and different things. Um, but it just, it really excites me because, um, I feel like it's just the next step. Yeah. Yes. Well, in that mortgage processing experience, for you to have pushed yourself so so far in that, we definitely saw you as an asset, not just a family member we wanted on our team. It's yeah. like you you have experience now um, coordinating yeah. transactions, and now I I mean you're you're in a position where you're just as valuable as anyone else that we would be looking to add to the team. It's not just because you're family; it's because yeah. you you have excelled at your position and now you're going to excel with us and yeah. we're just excited about yeah, that aspect. I guess that's the thing. There's two things that made it just seem like a slam dunk in my mind. Mm-hmm. Number one is that we all get along very, very well. Um, mm-hmm. Since our office is in your guys's spare bedroom, that's where we have our desks and everything set up. Um, I'm at your guys's house all the time. And so we're able to talk and, and we just have the same worldview on, on things and we have the same, growth mindset um Mm -hmm. the mindset of you know let's sacrifice now so we can have better things later on Mm -hmm. and um the second thing is yeah you you spent the last six months being trained how to handle transactions and i've i've been watching that entire growth process that arc of you learning Mm -hmm. you know how to juggle 15 20 different transactions and so that makes you incredibly valuable and i know that that was stretching you that entire time Mm -hmm. but in the end that's what we need you know we're, we're moving into places in the business where we have we're getting more business than we can handle and, and we're ramping up and trying to prepare the structure for even more business. And so we need someone who can handle the transactions. And it's just that quality control, like Mark has talked about in the past on the on the podcast. Someone is making sure, you know, we have to have the systems and processes in place. Mm-hmm. And then we have to have people who can execute the same exact process every single time. Yeah. Um, and that's what your your role is gonna be. You'll be yeah. handling your transactions. And that's what my role at 
you know, uh, Navy Federal Exactly. Yeah. You're going to be doing, doing the exact same thing yep. pretty much. Yeah, you know? it's just every case is different, but, it, you mm-hmm. know, it, the base is yeah. the same. Yep, yeah, exactly. It, you'll be, your responsibilities will be largely the same. Mm-hmm. So um, here's, a, here's the start of that official role yep. of that official yeah. hiring process. Yep. So ladies and gentlemen, excited. you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been kind of not hush hush about it, but we haven't really, um, we didn't want to announce it. Yeah. We haven't told too many people yeah. about it. Um, just because it's been kind of in the works and, and things like that, but we're, we're now really stepping full in that direction. And so we're, we're excited and thank you for, um, thank you for being down to come on the podcast. I know yeah. <laughs> we kind of <laughs> jumped it on you, surprised you with it, but, um, I'm, I'm excited and I feel like your experience has a lot of value that you can bring. Um, you know, just as far as working those, those bank jobs and nine to fives and things like that. And now you're making the leap into something a little less certain, you know, we all mm-hmm. have the same vision and we're all mm-hmm. going to be working on in the exact same business. And, um, people will be able to see the, uh, hopefully the benefits of that yeah. <laughs> yeah. down the road. So yeah, Lord willing. I'm excited. Yep. So on that note, thank you everyone that made it this far in the episode. Um, thank you for listening. I hope that you um, found some value in this episode. And if you're interested in any listening to any other stories from previous guests, look back at our previous 30 episodes. Um, yep, there's plenty to choose 31. from a wide variety of people in the professional industries of Pensacola. Yep. So. And also a big thank you to EMJ Visuals. I don't know if you guys could hear in the background, but she's been uh, snapping pictures this entire time. Um, we <laughs> wanted to get some some good content for the Instagram page, so we did a, a podcast photo shoot while we were recording this. So EMJ mm-hmm. Visuals on Instagram, go check her out. That's Ethan Himka's girlfriend, Erica. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, she's she awesome. Did, yeah, she's awesome. She did a tremendous job for us today. So again, we appreciate everybody listening, and we'll catch you for episode 32.